What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Ask Assist P podcast. Uh, this is a supplemental podcast to the other side of the firewall, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who have made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and today my special guest is Skylar Hunter. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. How are you? Oh, man, I can't complain. Uh, excellent to have you on the show. Uh, this is the first Ask Assist Ask a Sis P podcast of the year. I know it's already July, about to be August. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> the, the point of this show is to uh, either bring people in who are trying to break into cybersecurity and kind of like uh, pick their brains, then pick, pick my brains. But in this case, what I'm trying to do is have people who are already doing jobs uh, or have hobbies or um, just a, they're, they're more journeymen or nov novice than uh uh, I, I can't think of a better term, but like rookies or, you know, people who try to initially get in. Uh, so I'm fielded a lot of questions that deal with uh, hacking and script kitties and pen testing, and I can't really answer those. So I do the best I can. I do my research, um, but that's really not my lane. So when I found out that uh, you had, had the uh, the hobby in being a script kitty and then you were working towards uh, pen testing and things of that nature, I was like, I got to have them on the show. So I greatly appreciate that. Um, if you give us a, just give us a little bit of background about you and, uh, and what you do. Yeah, of course. So, um, been in the air force for going on 16 years in September. Um, my original job that I came in for is client systems. So not necessarily, um, cybersecurity related, I guess in a way it is. Um, but I deal with the client side of the network, um, which I love. So the, the hacking is kind of more of a hobby right now. Uh, maybe once I retire, I do want to make it more into a career, um, but it's just something I really enjoy. So I just kind of do it on the side right now. Um, I'm originally from Utah, uh, born and raised. Um, you know, I came, I became interested in IT uh, kind of out of high school, uh, taking some IT classes, um, kind of enjoyed it, just wasn't 100% sure if that was the route I wanted to go. Um, but I played a lot of games too in high school and, um, I played a lot of games with a lot of friends and they were kind of having issues with, you know, playing their games, either they weren't getting audio or they just couldn't get the game to work. Um, so I'd help them troubleshoot. And a lot of my friends would tell me, Hey, like, you know, a lot of stuff about it that other people don't really know. Maybe you should like pursue that. I didn't really have like, a career goal in mind. So kind of decided, okay, I'm pretty comfortable with IT. I seem to pick things up fairly quickly. So um, I'll just go that route. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I came from for you know pursuing that, that career. And yeah, I mean, so far I've enjoyed it. Um, I can't really see myself doing anything else at the moment. That's awesome. Um, so the funny story, like, so we've been working together for probably like five or six months. Um, didn't know that you had that that hobby, um, and we were introducing ourselves to uh, to our new boss. So, so what? Uh, say something interesting about yourself. Like, what is what is something you do? A hobby? Something unique about you? Uh, and you mentioned that you uh, you did the the hacking, pen testing, script kitty stuff uh, as a hobby, and then I mentioned I was a podcaster. So I was like, okay. Um, after this meeting, you know, I, I immediately asked you like, hey, you want to be on the show? You want to talk about it? Like what is a script kitty, right? Um, so it's just kind of worked itself out, which is awesome. Uh, maybe I should have said I was a podcaster sooner, but I, I tend to not talk about that at work, right? Um, but so that is the uh, the main question. So what is a script kitty? 
Yeah, so uh, a script kitty is essentially someone who uses like pre-built programs to kind of pursue their hacking endeavors. Um, they're kind of less skilled typically. Uh, maybe they're just beginning out um, into hacking. Um, it's kind of used maybe as a derogatory term in the hacking community as well, just because, you know, um, there's a lot of skilled hackers out there, um, a lot of script kitties. They, uh, they try to break into that part of IT to do cybersecurity. Um, and they ask for maybe recommendations or input from kind of the more elite hackers. Um, the elite hackers are, they usually kind of like push them away. Like, yeah, don't, don't bother me. That's kind of beneath me. This is script kitty stuff. Like go figure stuff out on your own. Um, so yeah, script kitties are typically uh, a little less skilled. Uh, they have a, a, a kind of a basic understanding of IT and all that goes into it. Um, uh, I, I have a decent understanding of IT, of course, because I've been doing it for so long. Um, I'm still kind of at the script kitty level just because I don't make my own tools. Um, I haven't really grown beyond that yet, uh, but I'm learning. So that's kind of where you start out. Some, some uh, hackers, if they know how to program or script, they kind of jump that step of, of uh, becoming a hacker, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I mean, script kitties are hackers too. They're just at the beginning stage. So, no, that's a great, a great definition. You brought up two, um, two things I'm asked about a lot. So, um, when it comes to that, that jump that you you're speaking about, uh, I get asked a lot about: Do I need to learn learn a programming language, or do I need to um, kind of like where, where are the basics at? Like, do I need to learn C plus plus, Python? Like, where, where what language do I need to learn, and then what tools do I need to start playing with um, to kind of get to where you're at? Sure. So yeah, all that definitely helps. Um, Python seems to be the kind of growing scripting programming language. Um, it's pretty flexible. It's powerful. Um, I've kind of messed with it a little bit, but I'm still, like I said, in the script uh, script kitty phase. So um, that definitely helps me personally. I know PowerShell a decent amount, and that kind of helps me understand other languages as well. Um, they do kind of go, uh, I guess, back and forth as far as like understanding the concept of programming and scripting. Um, but you don't necessarily need to, to have that skill set yet, just starting out. Um, like I said, with the script kitty, you have the tools pre-built, you can at least get the concept of how things work. Right. And um, what would be a, a good first start for someone like a, a hack the box or like, is there like a, a particular website or should they just dig right into some material and start to, um, to watch videos and uh, read up on it? Sure. Uh, so there's actually a lot of sites out there now that's kind of popping up and they seem uh, seem pretty tailored to to beginners and also advanced hackers. Um, I did hack the box for a while, which is um, which is really popular. It's, it's really good to get into um, it's a lot of there's really no like tutorials necessarily. There are um, tutorials that people make and you have to kind of follow those to, um, you know, to hack the box essentially. Um, right. Those are nice, but it's it's only kind of geared towards a certain theme for that for that box. It doesn't teach you other stuff like forensics and that kind of stuff. Um, so another site, since I'm kind of a beginner still, another site that I've been using more often is Try Hack Me. Um, okay. And I've I've seen that website a while a while back in the past, um, and it seemed decent, but it didn't really seem like it was really all that user friendly. There wasn't too much to it. There weren't too many activities to use. Uh, but nowadays, uh, there's actually a lot of stuff out there now. So I was, I was actually just looking at forensic stuff. Um, 
there's obviously you know uh, hacking stuff for like uh, for web vulnerabilities, um, general exploitation of, of boxes. So and it's really nice. So hack the box and uh, try hack me. And I'm sure some other websites that have uh, VMs you can just uh, spin up in real time. Doesn't take too long, and you can start kind of hacking away, um, doing your your scripting skills and uh, using all the pre-built tools that that come along with that. Gotcha. No, that's a uh... Definitely a good recommendation. So I've seen it pop up a lot. Like you see people have their streaks going, uh, you know, and they try to uh, compete with one another. Have you looked at any of the, the capture the flag or any of those type of events? So I have. Um, I'm pretty interested in that, but I feel like I could probably do it. But I like going in knowing that I'm going to succeed. <laughs> I don't like to fail. Right. So gotcha. um, yeah, I do a lot of kind of independent stuff on my own. Um, I do capture the flag stuff just. Just with me, I guess. Um, and I'm fairly successful with the easy boxes because they had different levels. You have the, you know, the easy, medium, and hard, and extra hard, and that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm still kind of with the easy stuff, um, but I've kind of moved past the the step by step. Like this is how you capture the flag to like go out and do it on your own based off of what you learned. So, so now I'm kind of like I'm not relying on the material so much to guide me. I'm kind of doing it off of my skill set and my uh, my knowledge that I gained uh, throughout gotcha. you know, all the tutorials that I've done in the past. And about how long do you think it took you to get to that level, uh, doing it, uh, like you said, part-time, like on your own time's mm -hmm. a hobby? Yeah, so I guess my knowledge really took off um, when I joined uh, TriHackney. Um, not to necessarily promote just them, because there are other sites out there that um, are also very good. But me personally, when I joined Try Hack Me and they have all the exercises in there, um, that's where my knowledge kind of really took off. Um, and that's where I was kind of becoming, becoming more independent on, you know, trying to do things on my own versus just trying to follow a tutorial to do something. Um, so, yeah. Gotcha. So in, in your personal opinion, because uh, I see a lot of people crossing into IT and cyber that were doing something totally different, right? Uh, they they could have been... Uh, in the medical field or um, uh, just a, a ton of different trades. Uh, do you think the IT aspect of it is kind of the glue? Like, do you think they need to start to, to research and like perhaps pursue like maybe an A plus or something to give them like a baseline of information technology before they pivot into uh, trying to, you know, be a red team or something of that nature? Definitely. Um, you need that foundation to, to kind of understand why things happen the way they do, um, how things are exploited, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you should know basic port calls. You should know, you know, ports. Um, that's just all basic stuff. And that's that's just a very right. beginner level stuff. And that stuff, um, you should definitely know. You don't necessarily have to be certified in it. Um, but yes, you, you do have, definitely have to build that that foundation to, uh, to kind of move on to the hacking side of stuff. Gotcha. I mean, that's, that's good to hear it coming from you, right? Um, someone who's you know already on the journey and already uh, uh, making those leaps to to get into. Um, ultimately, do you think it's going to be um, pen testing? Do you want to go into forensics? Like, what what lanes do you think see yourself going to? You know, I've, I've kind of gone back and forth on that. Um, I do like forensics. Um, I do like the the defense side of uh, trying, trying to throw hackers as well. Um, but I guess as of maybe maybe a year and a half ago, 
doing the, the trihackney stuff. I do love the offensive stuff too. So I guess that's good because I, I enjoy it all. Um, but right now I do love the offensive stuff. So the red teaming I think would be awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so I'm, I, again, I'm, I'm a boring guy, right? Like, so, um, when I, when I see it, cause people ask me like, oh, you know, you want to go into pen testing, be a red teamer. Not really. Like I'm, I'm more of a defense type guy. Um, like I, I joke about it all the time. Like I, I like the really boring stuff, right? Like the, the red side of the house is very sexy. Like people are like, oh, you know, I want to do that. Uh, even when I play video games, it's like, no, nah, I want to be support. Like I, I'll be the healer for the team. Like, that'd be fun. <laughs> I don't necessarily yeah, want to be the tank, right? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to do it, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a dirty job, so he's got to do it. But no, that, that's that's yeah. awesome that you you like all sides of it. So I see a lot of people starting to say that they're purple, like they they do both the red and the blue stuff, uh, and I, I see that as being very versatile. Um, so perhaps that will be you know your your route. But what character traits do you think it takes to um, kind of stick with it? So again, this is a hobby for you, right? Like you're not getting paid to do this. This is an interest that you're passionate about. Um, what character traits do you believe you possess? that make you able to, to, to get through those challenges. Like when you finally hit, you know, uh, uh, an obstacle and then you have to learn something new to get over it. So I'm pretty persistent when it comes to things. So if, if I set my mind to something, I'd like to stick to it as much as possible. Um, so I kind of set a routine, uh, kind of like, you know, if I'm doing school or anything else that, you know, benefits me, um, I set a routine. You know, I like to try to set aside maybe half hour, an hour a night to just to go in and, um, you know, do something that doesn't necessarily have to do like capture the flag stuff. I can just research something. Um, so I, I try to stay on top of that because I mean, technology is changing all the time. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like I, I'm persistent um, with that kind of stuff. And I'm also, um, you know, I like to set routines to, to try to, gotcha. I guess, keep building that kind of stuff. Right. And yeah, definitely setting the time to do it. So that's, like you said, you're, um, uh, I, want, I don't want to say stubborn, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, persistent, right? Like if I'm, if mm -hmm. I'm going to do it, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure it gets done. Uh, I, I lean on the, on the case of stubborn. Like that's, that's my personality. Like I, I, I have to get through it. <laughs> like, right. and like you said, it's like you said, it's, it's something that interests me too. So, I mean, right. it's not necessarily work. So, I mean, you're doing college classes and stuff. Sometimes it's kind of boring. You just got to get through it. But um, for me, something like this, uh, going in and, and kind of testing my skills and learning more, you know, it, it interests me. I have, um, I have kind of a mindset of enjoying puzzles. So okay. I like to go in and try to figure things out. So that, that is a great analogy. Um, but because those two definitely go hand in hand, like you, you get to assess the, the target or what have you, and then, um, you know, pick it apart, try to figure out how it works and then how you can, uh, the quote unquote, defeat, uh, the, uh, the, the capture the flag, or you can, you know, hack the box and things of that nature. So with that being said, uh, what, because it, it sounds like it can become, um, pretty expensive once you start to get into the the building your own rig and uh and um designing your own tools so both time and money um expensive what what are some good first starts like where where should people go first for the the free materials the the free tools i mean there's there's tons of stuff on google um you can just really google anything there's a lot a lot of free resources out there nowadays it seems like um, you know back in the day um 
when hacking was still kind of taboo and uh, nobody really wanted to share their thoughts or even their tools or uh, the techniques. Um, but nowadays they're, they're putting a lot of stuff out there, especially on Google and YouTube. Um, I use gotcha. YouTube a lot. So if I get stuck somewhere, um, maybe on like uh, a capture the flag box or something and somebody else has already completed it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm stuck somewhere. I just, I just can't get past it. I'm a visual person too. So just watching them work through it, um, is a great help. And that's some um, YouTube's a free resource. They put a lot of stuff out there. Um, Google, I mean, there's tons of stuff on Google. They have write-ups on, on, um, techniques and different tools you can use to, to, you know, accomplish something. So, um, there's definitely a lot of free resources out there. Um, I mean, there's a lot of paid for resources out there too. So, um, you know, I'll pay for a couple things to, to help me train and, and keep on top of it. Um, but sometimes you don't necessarily need that because, uh, I mean, there's stuff out there. Sometimes it's just scattered around. The stuff that I pay for is more centralized um, and it's more up to date. So I don't have to spend so much time searching. I can spend time actually doing stuff instead of, you know, trying to look for things. Okay. That's great advice. Uh, what 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 about your um, your setup? Like, what kind of um, uh, rig do you currently have set up to accomplish your your training and your uh, your your personal stuff? Sure. So, I mean, I guess rig wise, hardware wise, I mean, I have a gaming laptop, but uh, you don't really need a gaming laptop unless you're going to do like a lot of password cracking or or CPU inten intensive. Um, you know, processing. Uh, so typically uh, anything with like, you know, modern RAM and, you know, a good solid state hard drive, um, really, I really recommend solid state because that's like the way to go nowadays. Right. Um, but I use, so I virtualize uh, Kali Linux and there's other operating systems out there too, like Parrot. Uh, Parrot's pretty popular now. Um, but, you know, I use Kali Linux, it already has all the necessary tools typically that you need. Um, sometimes you wanna, might wanna get a couple different tools that aren't included. Um, but those are easy to get. But um, yeah, so Kali Linux, I virtualize it. Um, you can use kind of just a general laptop to do things. Uh, it's really not too intensive. Uh, and that's what I use. Okay. So we, uh, we talked about persistence and consistency uh, that helped you to uh, get to the level that you're currently at. Uh, what were your biggest challenges? Like what were your, your biggest roadblocks? Um, so even though I'm consistent, I kind of feel like I, I understand IT pretty well. So when it comes to hacking, I mean, there's, there's so much to hacking and there's so many different ways you can go with hacking and so many different ways you can get into a box. Um, I kind of get frustrated that it takes so long. So my downfall would be, you know, just my impatience of, of just trying to do it. Um, and sometimes when I'm, I'm crunched for time, I, I guess I cheat. And I look through other write-ups to see, um, you know, what what the problem was, where I got hung up. Um, and I don't I, I don't allow myself enough time to thoroughly, um, I guess, analyze the box or to complete a challenge, um, like others do. Some people will take you know days or even weeks on a box just to you know really test their skills. For me, if I can't pass like a certain task within like 15, 20 minutes, then I'm like okay, I'm stuck. Where am I at? Right. Um, so that, that's kind of my, my limb fact, I guess, is um, my, my impatience. And I know patience is definitely um, necessary with something like this, but sometimes I'm just like, ah, I just want to get it over with. I need to pass this because I'm like, right. I'm tired of wondering what this is. 
No, that, that makes sense. So that makes me think of like the miter kill chain and things of that nature when it comes to the reconnaissance. And then once you're, mm-hmm. you're a few levels deeper, I, I can definitely see that. Um, but I mean, that means that there's some good defense out there. So that's good. But they, uh, <laughs> they frustrated you. Um, so when it comes to um, influence, are there any um, uh, people who are the most influential for you in, in this particular field? Like um, there a certain hacker out there or um so i'll probably say kevin mitnick uh he's kind of one of the most well-known kind of earlier hackers he's kind of known for okay. phone freaking um he has like a whole a whole background to him um so i would say he's probably one of my biggest influences uh he he wrote a book he, he has a lot of books now but he wrote a book called um the art of intrusion and it's basically hacking stories um so kind of in my earlier days when i was really interested in that um, you know, I bought the book and started reading it. And once I started reading it, like, I don't read books very often, but this book, I just couldn't put down. Like, I was so interested in all the stories that, you know, people were doing. And, um, some, some kind of illegal, I guess, and others, you know, just, right. just kind of doing their thing, not, not so legal. Um, but yeah, so that, that kind of like, I guess, launched my curiosity into the hacking side of IT versus just the support side of IT. Gotcha. Were there any um, uh, childhood movies or anything like that that may have also uh, pushed you towards it? Yeah, so um, I would say Password Swordfish was probably one of my other big influences. Um, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. It really kind of, um, I guess, spoke to me like what, what you can do um, with knowledge, I guess. I mean, in that case, everything was like, in that movie, everything was obviously illegal, you know, trying to rob banks and stuff. Um, but how everything was so connected to IT, um, just kind of, you know, you imagine the possibilities of where we're going to go and, and you know, how vulnerable things are now. And, right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's what kind of launched me into that as well. Um, another goodie but oldie is war games. I mean, everybody references war games. Say, yeah, war games, um, yeah. Yep. That's a definitely awesome movie. Um, Actually, probably watch it again soon because yeah, it's it's been a while. But that's um, that's another movie that definitely influenced me. Gotcha. I remember uh, there was some <clears throat> terrible now, but when you were a kid, uh, you had Weird Science. That was one um, where they brought her life because they hacked <laughs> the. Uh, I forget who they hacked. I got to watch that one again. Um, and then there was um, Hackers, right? Wasn't that one? Angelina mm-hmm. Jolie. Yep. yep. And you look back at it now you're like man this movie is terrible like none of this stuff is realistic it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not how it works yeah so that's, that's oh, and, cool. and another one i almost forgot i came almost forgot this one but mr robot oh yeah mr, mr. robot mr. Yeah. robot's super popular in the, in the hacking community and the staff security community so yeah mr robot like you know binge that as much as i could i love that uh, whole tv series okay. and how realistic do you believe it is to yeah, so I did some research on it as well. Yeah, sure. So okay. I did some research on it because I was thinking to myself, like, you know, how realistic are their techniques and their tools they're using and all that right. kind of stuff. Um, and they're they're pretty realistic. They actually hired um, some kind of, you know, well-known high-level security consultants and hackers uh, to kind of, you know, help them direct the movie um, okay. and try to make it as realistic as possible. So um, I remember specifically one of the episodes where they drop USB, um, USB drives in like the police station parking lot, right. you know, try to try to break one of their guys out. Um, but yeah, you know, the police officer, he, he picked it up in the parking lot, walked in, plugged it into the computer, 
Um, yep. You know, they started started delivering um, all the malware and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's super realistic. That happens. People, you know, uneducated people would find even CDs or or whatever media, and then they just want to you know see what's on it. They plug it in. Next thing you know, they're infected with something. Right. That drives me insane, especially from the um, compliance and regulation side. It's like, why are you doing that? And right. it, it's, it, they just, uh, I think we just had an episode where we talked about it. Like um, there was a blue team that did it to their company just to see like, is the, um, is the training working, right? Is the information assurance or the, uh, the cyber awareness challenges? Like are people really paying attention? And they dropped USB drives in the, uh, the parking lot. And sure enough, their staff was plugging them into the, uh, into the company computers. Like, I wonder what's on here. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <It> breaks my <laughs> heart. <laughs> yep. But very realistic. Um, so uh, how about, because uh, I know somebody's going to ask me this question. I'm like, oh, man, I really, I really wish I'd asked that question while he was on here. Um, so person brand new, wanting to get started. Um, so we, we've kind of gone over what they should be looking at or should be trying to do and the characteristics that it takes to, um, to get to your level. Uh, what would you tell them uh, to skip or to not um, waste their time with? Um, was there anything where you just like, well, I didn't really get anything out of this. I could have done something different. Um, I mean, not really. Not that I can think of. Um, everything that I learned before um, kind of joining the, the hacking side of IT or the cybersecurity side of IT as well, um, it's all benefited me in some way. I don't think I've really ran into anything that was unnecessary. Um, okay. Yeah, well, I, I, just, I just can't really think of anything. <laughs> that's really good because uh, you, you hear a lot of people are like, oh, you should get um this certification like this will get you set up and then you talk to people and they're like that it didn't teach me anything um mm -hmm. like we i think we've discussed a a couple uh, i would like to not mention on the show <laughs> not get backlash <laughs> but there's a few of them out there that um they're they're they teach you right like um they do teach you something that gets you piques your interest and makes you do your own research uh but then when you take a certification test and it's garbage right it's just like this has nothing to do with anything like I'm just memorizing tools or I'm just memorizing um, very obscure things that I will never run across um, it's like when kids are, are taught um, certain levels of math and they're just like I'm never going to use this and then you, you may not you may never use it or one day you may need to figure out uh, you know um, how long this fence needs to be for your backyard it, it might come up uh, but no, that's good. That's good that uh, you don't feel like anything has been uh, a waste of your time. Uh, so to, to wrap it up, I, I always ask um, pretty much the same question. So let's reverse roles, right? Like, so you're, you're the, um, the interviewer. What, what have I not asked you? What would you like to, um, uh, to share or what would you like to uh, discuss particularly about your field uh, that I didn't ask you a question about? Um, I think a good question would be something like, you know, why would you want to become a hacker in the first place? Okay, um, you know, the, the biggest thing is like, I mean, for me right now, it's just more of a hobby thing. It also contributes to my job. Um, you know, why we do things, why we patch computers, why we, why we um, you know, segment the network, uh, why we have access control lists, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you hear about it in, in your job, my job. Um, you know, that's, that's got to be out there. Like, why do we do this? It's like, okay, so we'll just do this and move on to the next thing. And, you know, try to, you know, you know, how to worry about it. 
for a while and you put it off in the back of your mind. Right. Um, but when you're actually like learning this stuff and especially doing it, um, then you're, then you're like, okay, we have a firewall for this. This is why we do this. And this is what the firewall does. And, um, this is what patches to do. So, um, yeah, I mean, why would you want to be a hacker in the first place? And I mean, it greatly contributes to your job, really any aspect of it in my mind, um, it helps you have a broader understanding of why you do things a certain way. Um, and it kind of, you know, makes you understand why you follow uh, industry standards to, you know, a certain way. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's where I come from for that, for, for that question is, um, you know, some people might ask, like, you don't want to become a hacker because you're going to go into jail and all this other stuff. You're going to get in trouble. It's like, no, 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 there's more to hacking than just, you know, hacking into the mains and stuff. You know, you're actually defending stuff. You're, you're understanding why, uh, you know, we're, we're doing this essentially, so. No, that's awesome. That's a very good question. Perhaps you should start a podcast. Let's just put it out there. Right? <laughs> might be your thing. Or a tutorial series or something like that. Uh, but that's awesome. I, I greatly thank you for your time and, uh, and being on the show. Um, I'm sure I'll still get more questions, but I'll make sure I direct them uh, to you. And then uh, we'll be able to get people the answers that they're actually seeking. Because again, I'm not, that's not my lane. I'm not a red teamer uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But now I know one. Uh, and if you have questions out there, uh, feel free to uh, to uh, hit up the uh, the podcast or uh, where can they find you if they're trying to reach out to you? Um, so really, my my social media footprint um, isn't really out there, uh, really just Facebook. Gotcha. Spoken like a, a true uh, cybersecurity <laughs> person, <laughs> like um, I, I, I've, I was able to Google myself not too long ago and I was like, ooh, I don't like that at all yep i got nothing on google because <laughs> <laughs> i do not like that but that's awesome uh but yeah if uh if they cannot find skylar hunter uh they can definitely hit up the uh the podcast um you can uh hit up hit us up at any of our social medias they all go by our name uh you can reach out to me personally i'm at ryry security guy that's ryry security guy i'm on uh clubhouse twitter TikTok, and linkedin uh specifically linkedin uh, where I'm able to field your, uh, your questions on a regular basis. And then uh, obviously tune into the, the other podcast, right? The other side of the firewall podcast, uh, where Shannon and Levon are my uh, co-hosts on a weekly basis. Monday and Tuesday are topics. Wednesdays, we do a discussion. Uh, this will be the Thursday episode of uh, Ask Us SP. And then Fridays, we talk about everything else. So movie, TV, books, all that stuff, all the, uh, the non-cyber stuff. So uh, thank you again, Skylar, for being on the show. And uh, for all those out there uh, listening, thank you for, uh, for continuing to listen to us, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Stay safe, stay secure.